Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Today, I've got a great guest, actually, a fantastic. I'm looking forward to releasing this one. Um, I have got Sabrina Schuttenhamel, and uh, Sabrina's a licensed massage therapist and professional speaker. She's been a massage therapist for 16 years, she runs her own business. But she has also been speaking professionally for seven of those years, talking to a number of different people all over the country in keynotes and workshops. She's got a real passion for health and wellness, and this compelled her to share her message with a larger audience. Um, 2013, she decided to join the Woodridge Toastmasters Club to overcome her fears of public speaking. And then, literally two years later, in 2015, Sabrina won the Best Speaker of the Year award. So there we go, guys. We can all overcome our fears. And this is what Sabrina talks about in this podcast. We're currently stuck in lockdown at the minute. COVID-19 is still rife. It's still happening. We need to really keep our keep sharp during this time. And Sabrina goes through a number of different techniques, number of different things that we can actually do to keep ourselves, kind of keep ourselves sane a little bit, but improve our mental being. So much value from this. Uh, I'm going to use some of the techniques we discussed, and it's going to be fantastic. Also, as well, the one thing that I, that Sabrina touches on is how to pivot, how to pivot our business. She she works as like a face to face business, really, to be fair. But obviously, that can't be done when you're on lockdown and social distancing. But she pivoted, pivoted, can't even speak right, her business into something different, so an online and give value back to our clients and keep them up to date and making sure they're okay, which is fantastic. A lot of people should be using her techniques or our strategies, to be honest. She also talks about personal speaking, how she actually got into personal speaking, and sorry, I should say public speaking, and um, the how she overcame her fears. Um, it just makes sure, it shows that we can all do something we put our mind to. If we've got that same sort of mindset, we've got a, a bit of a, a motivation, we can do anything. And um, Sabrina is basically an example of that so guys i hope you enjoy it it's great fun to do please like share subscribe it all that sort of uh, uh stuff to your friends um guys please welcome the extremely talented and sh- extremely motivational sabrina schuttenhauer i don't know why i instigate say what i don't mean i don't So we are good. Sabrina, how you doing? You're right. Yeah, I am ready. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. How? What about Sari at the minute, Sabrina? What did you say? What about Sari? I am in the USA. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in <laughs> Illinois. I'm in the Chicago land area, western suburbs. Right. Okay. Yep. So it's not too bad. Yeah, I've never been to that neck of the woods before. I have been to America a few times, but. Um, that was mostly like the kind of touristy. Uh, the last place I went to was uh, Las Vegas, as you do. Um, okay. it's, it's always a nice place. Spent far too much money, as everyone does. Always travel there, thinking I'm going to come back a millionaire. I'm going to stay there. No, five days, bankrupt. Time to go home. With a stinking <laughs> hangover and empty pockets. That was a good fun. It was right. good. Fun. Yeah, that, that, that's a good trip then, right? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, that's what that's everyone good. says that's a good way of doing it. Not a successful monetary trip, but a successful fun trip, right? Yeah, I learned a lot of experiences I learned and did, so I can't complain about it, to be honest. But I've heard yeah. that Chicago is always a, a um, cause I, I love doing traveling myself, and I've always wanted to go to Chicago. 
just because it's like it's it's one of the main places to go in the US really to be fair I've always enjoyed going there it's like was it called the Windy City and all that sort of stuff so yeah. it's always uh, one of my kind of uh, ambitions to go there but with a small family, I don't think my uh, four-year-old daughter will appreciate being dragged on a plane for that amount of hours just to be dragged about a city for God knows how many weeks. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a beautiful place. The city is crazy. And the temperature is extreme. It, we could have sunny and 80 one day and snowy and 40 or 35 the next day. I mean, there's really no telling what we're going to expect. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, that's quite similar to here, to be fair, over in the UK, because I'm in just outside London. And it's literally the past week has been raining. It has been windy. It's literally gale force winds plowing. I've got, I live just outside uh, next to a forest. And when I'm in my back garden, I'm looking up and these things are going crazy back and forth. Yeah. And then the next day, it's beautiful sunshine. And I'm just like, I, I just can't. I'm waiting for the snow to come. I'm waiting for the <laughs> snow. I, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if it does. Well, say. then it would be like Chicago because we had um, in our area a lot of flooding this weekend. And, you know, we had lots of rain. I think it was Sunday, Monday, and in, into yesterday to Tuesday. And then today it's fairly clear and hopefully will dry out for a week or so, um, especially with the holiday weekend coming up. I know we celebrate Memorial Day. I don't know if you guys um, have a, a holiday coming up. As well. uh, we don't, I think we just had one just last week, which was um, the, the kind of 75 years of um, the victory in Europe, the V-Day, the Second World War sort of thing. Um, so we don't really have like, a, I think that's our kind of Memorial Day, I, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that was frustrating because of obviously everything that's going on and uh, nobody could celebrate it. Nobody could celebrate going out because right. we're all stuck indoors, which was so bad. It was so frustrating. Yeah. So are you guys still very strict on staying home right we, now we are at the minute we are at the minute um we've been we're starting to starting to get relaxed as of the next couple of weeks um mm -hmm. the kids are going to go back to school uh shops are now starting to open um okay. so it's, it's still bad um but they're, they're starting to relax a bit but a lot as you can imagine a lot of people are kicking off saying oh it's too early oh, it's not good, and people are saying, thank God, I can go out and see people and all that. So it's literally, everyone's just up and down. Yeah, yeah, we're pretty strict here too. Uh, are you still, are you still, um, still in lockdown yourselves, are you? Yeah, at least till the 30th of May. And then, I mean, you know, I'm sure in the next week or so, the, we'll hear a little bit more about you know, what's opening, what phase we're going to be in. Technically, I think we're in phase two, and I believe we have five phases here. Oh, really? And Just five? So, what? we got five phases. Holy crap. Yeah, five phases. So um, with me being a massage therapist and in the spa industry, we are part of phase five. So I don't know when oh, God, yeah. we're going to be allowed to go back to work, which is a little scary. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, I mean... Mm -hmm. Having like a business like that, which is a good segue to move into. I love the segue. Moving into obviously you you um you run your own uh, kind of massage um uh, business sort of thing. Mm -hmm. That must be incredibly challenging right now because of obviously as you mentioned there, it's phase five is the next time you can actually kind of go anywhere near clients. So, but what have you been really doing to kind of combat that? How do you, how, how have you been doing to keep your kind of self above water? Well, I am thankful that my husband is an essential worker. He's in manufacturing, and the company he works for 
manufactures parts for conveyor belts, so they move everything, food service, um, you know, for Amazon, for anything that uses a conveyor belt, their company provides those parts and those services. So thankfully, he's an essential worker. Um, but for me, it's been a little crazy because as we mentioned, I'm a massage therapist. I have my own business and normal basis, I travel to people's homes. So I bring my massage table to their home. I'm very active. You know, not only am I driving to their home, I'm setting up, I'm doing the massage and cleaning up and then, you know, moving to another home. That's a lot of activity. On top of that, I always work out in the morning. Yeah. But since this went in place, I kept my routine of getting up and exercising in the morning because that's what I love to do. I've always done that since I was a little girl. But now, because everything is virtual, I find myself sitting a lot more. And now I know how it feels for people that are in an office who yeah. sit at a desk for six to eight hours. So what I've been doing in this time is just practicing what I preach. So okay. when I practice massage, I also am a speaker. I speak on simple self-care. Now what's simple is, is little techniques and little tips that you can do throughout the day that don't take a lot of time or cost a lot of money. But when you practice them, they start to compound so then you start to feel the benefits. You have more energy and you're more productive. So now that I am actually in their shoes, I know how important it is to set a timer every 30 to 45 minutes when I'm on a call or if the call does go an hour, then yes, I'll stay on the call for the hour, but I'll make sure that in between my calls, I get up and I move around. I get outside, get some fresh air, some vitamin D, I walk around, I do some stretches, anything to keep my body in shape and moving because we all need a really good immune system right now yeah. and getting the vitamin D, the exercise, the hydration, the breathing to combat that stress will help boost our immune system. So I've been just working here to build my online presence and online community so that I can still serve people, um, you know, not physically, but you know, virtually. See, that's, that, that's the, the thing is what you've really kind of stepped up on. You've obviously realized that you can't do what you can normally, so you have to kind of pivot. So, yes. this, so you, you've realized that there's obviously an opening, there's, there's a gap there that you need to really kind of help your clients out. You had to kind of pivot into that. With, when you say about the, the advice that you give, I think that's great when you say you, you can, you're still serving, your you're still helping them which would a lot of different companies I would believe would probably go under because they've not thought outside the box. They've not like kind of went, hold on, we could do this. Mm -hmm. Obviously you took the, the initiative and actually had the, the, the great knowledge base to actually do that. So, um, I mean, are you getting good feedback from it? Are you, as people coming to you saying this is really helping? Yes, I, I have had a lot of good feedback and actually in the next week or two, I'm going to be reaching out or I have been reaching out to, some of the members of my online community and asking them very specific questions so that I can really target and, and um, create the program to fit their needs. So that okay. they're not just like, oh, this is kind of boring. This doesn't really pertain to me. I already know this. 
No, I want to really find out what their needs are and be able to create a program and to create posts and videos that really serve them, you know, that they can utilize every single day of their lives. All right. So, what I mean, what sort of feedback you get, and what when you you talk to because everyone else is different. What is the main sort of like kind of uh, feedback they're getting from your clients? Well, so far it's you know because we're at home, we're feeling a lot of stress and um, emotional eating. Okay. So you know <laughs> we and and you know like for me, I I work <laughs> the best place in my home to work is my kitchen, which is probably the worst place because then I'm always thinking about the fridge and what's in the pantry and what, what can I eat next? But that's bad. So I hear a lot of, you know, like, how do I take a break? How do I, you know, when I'm, when I have a deadline, how do I get up and do those things? But, yeah. you know, like I mentioned before, you have to set an alarm or, you know, get into a really good routine and create a pattern so that you, your body sort of expects it. I was talking with my accountability partner this morning and kind of asking him too. And he said it takes him about 10 minutes to get settled in and to be focused. Mm. So about every 45 minutes he gets up and he moves and he, he said he's really good about standing up and stretching and moving around and, you know, getting the blood pumping so that when he does come back, he's hoping and he's, you know, trying to work on that routine of, when I do come back and I'm more productive, you know, um, it won't take as long. It won't take the 10 minutes to get focused again. It'll only take maybe two to five minutes instead of the whole 10 minutes. So then you're getting more done in less time. Right. Oh, that's quite yeah. interesting, that, to be honest. Because it does it's, it really get into a, a mindset and routine, really, more than anything else. I mean, yes. you, mentioned, you mentioned about obviously with the eating and all that sort of stuff. I can relate to that. Being stuck at home, I mean, I'm obviously, yeah. I'm, I'm quite lucky because I, I don't put on weight as much, but mm -hmm. I have been eating so much crap <laughs> recently. <laughs> and it's like, and God, I tell you what, thank God for these delivery drivers and Uber Eats and uh, the delivery drivers. They should get credit. Some of these guys should be knighthooded, to be fair. They should get an award for the. Yeah, they're the saviors of this country, apart from obviously the medical staff, professionals, right. yeah. obviously, but um, <laughs> the the unsung heroes. So, yeah, the fast foods and all that has been uh, it's so convenient and so easy to do because I think it's when you're sitting like this, it, as you're sitting down, you're not being as productive, and you start getting into that sort of way of uh, uh, way of living, really. To be fair, mm -hmm. so all these like kind of convenient stuff becomes a lot more. Um, easy to actually consume and get them the, the, the crap food and all that sort of stuff. So as I can completely relate to that, to be honest, I mean, if you've got someone who's in that sort of rut, who has literally is, we've been kind of locked down for what, two months now. Um, mm -hmm. And they want to get out of that. What would you say to them to say like, kind of what would the, the number one thing, the first thing you'd really ideally do to get out, get out of that? To get over that, you have to break your habits. And Later on today, I am I'm speaking. I was on another podcast a couple weeks ago, oh, and yeah. the woman that interviewed me is a health and fitness expert, and she talks about rest-based weight loss. And so it's not about you know working out every day and about eating perfectly. It's about listening to your body and really tuning in. So it's 
Um, and she, that's one of the things that she talks about is breaking the habit, breaking the emotional thoughts. Like, do I really need to go to the fridge right now? Or can I make a phone call? Can I go out for a walk? Maybe I'll fill up my glass of water and go outside for a walk and change that, that thought pattern change, you know, like, like just always thinking about food and about what your body, you know, think it's, thinks it needs. Instead yeah. of, you know, just directly, you know, like a robot going to the fridge and yeah. eating, you know, change it up. Mixed so, alphabet, yeah. and we all need a little bit of, we all need that reminder to change up our habits, to, to break the cycle of, you know, like, hey, we're in between calls. Now we have to go to the fridge and eat. No, instead of going to the fridge, yes, you want to stay hydrated. You want to nourish your body in between your calls but you also want to make positive choices. And I know you mentioned, you know, the Uber Eats and fast food and stuff, which <laughs> is not, that's not my, that's not the way I roll. I actually have not eaten out in over two months. since Really? They shut down. Yeah. Yep. Wow. I have, I've how only you, eaten home cooked meals. That? How have you managed that, Sabrina? I can't believe it. I know, but um, I just like, I don't know. I, and and that's not typical for my husband and I. We we eat out at least twice a week, if yeah. not three times a week on a normal basis. But yeah, I just haven't gone out. And well, another reason why is because I'm not working my full-time job. So, you know, spending that extra money is not really smart these days. True, very true. It yeah. does get a and lot, exp if you do start eating out a lot, it's very expensive nowadays. Yes. You yeah. know, I mean, I mean, it's the thing is, if you're going for like a takeaway pizza, you're looking at 20 bucks for a pay, pay minimum sort of thing, just for one. So you double right. that if you've got a family and all that sort of stuff. Next thing you know, you're pushing 50 quid and you're yeah. like, holy crap, I just spent that in one meal when that could last you a week. You know, right. it, it does add up. So you just need to be kind of be a bit more sensible, really, to be fair. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I know I went off on a tangent, but it's really breaking the cycle and the habit of, yeah. you know, being mechanical. But the thing is, is when when the the the, the kind of the mindset and obviously being the mechanical, I, I understand it's like do the little things frequently, which will be is the way to really start. It's 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 is what you're saying, which is probably a very well, it's it's the, probably the best way to do it, sort of thing. But um, when you um, talk about the, 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 that, I mean, mental health is going to be a big part of this sort of cycle right now. Uh, being mm -hmm. stuck indoors and kind of getting through. Have you seen a lot of people coming towards you? Can I say like can I advise about that sort of aspect as well? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, well, being isolated and being stuck at home, all, everyone's stress level has gone up. And being a massage therapist is, you know, obviously you can't socially distance when you're touching someone. <laughs> so. Um, you know, like technically to support the immune system and to be a healthy body, mm. I think, and a lot of us in this industry think that we are essential. And I mean, we technically are, but then the, you know, obviously the flip of the coin is you can't touch anybody right now. So, so we've seen a lot of stress and, you know, people reaching out saying, I, I can't handle this. I don't know what to do. You know, like, and so that's why I created these little things that you can do throughout the day. Like, hey, in between your calls, stand up, take one to three minutes, 
stretch and breathe. Breathing yeah. is the number one. Well, it's the number two because breaks are number one. Right. And in those breaks, you can practice the other simple self-care techniques like breathing because we don't breathe normal. We breathe very shallow. We breathe up into our, our upper chest right. where we should be breathing into our lower lungs and our abdomen. On our inhale, we should be expanding our abdomen and then contracting it on the exhale so that our organs that work for us and function for us all the time so they can get oxygen too. Oh, wow. And that helps to reduce your stress and calm your body down very quickly. Wow. You know what? I never realized that before. I never knew that. That is, that is fascinating. That mm -hmm. is absolutely fascinating. When, with what, with the, the breathing, why, do you, why is it where you say that we, only, we, we breathe quite shallow? Why is that? Is that just like just a, a natural thing that we do? Or is it, just, is it something we've developed over a certain amount of time? Yeah, I think it's, it, it's developed over our, our lifetime. Because when, if you look at a baby, the way they breathe, their, their belly expands and contracts. Yeah. And the same thing like when they squat down, you know, they're all in alignment. You know, once they're standing and walking and moving around and squatting, they're all in alignment. Their posture is good, but we develop these poor habits over time of, you know, poor posture, which inhibits us from breathing. Another, uh, another thing that I've heard is, you know, when you go to the doctor, when you go to, um, you know, for a checkup or a physical, and yeah. the doctor puts the stethoscope way up here, and he says, breathe into that. I heard someone say, you know, when, when we were real young, maybe, you know, going into kindergarten, you go for your first real physical or whatever, and they say, breathe into your chest. And I think that mentally says, oh, this is where I should be breathing now. I should be breathing up into my chest. Whereas, you know, if you know anatomy, you have your rib cage, and then in there is your diaphragm, and that goes up and down as you breathe. And your rib cage expands same thing with your abdomen below it should expand on the inhale and contract on the exhale and you when you breathe in your shoulders should not go up toward your ears so i think it's a lot of um society it's you know just poor posture habits um society also tells us that we you know we need to be flat stomach you know hold it hold it in suck it in but really you need to let it out in order yeah. to breathe and to you know keep your body healthy yeah. so i think it's just a lot of um you know society and habits that have caused us to breathe very shallow you know i'm actually doing it right now i'm actually breathing that i'm conscious now because you've said it i'm just like yeah. i'm like i try to breathe there i'm like trying to do it and it does make such a difference i literally yeah. did it for two seconds just as you were talking there going whoa that is that, that is different it does feel not does it doesn't it does feel natural but not as unnatural as you think yeah and it does take practice and especially when you first start practicing deep full breathing you may experience lightheaded dizziness maybe um you know yawning a lot but it's because your body's like whoa i'm getting all this oxygen i don't know what to do with it but just know that the more that you practice these full deep breaths, you know, keeping your body calm, you'll get used to it. You'll be able to practice while you're standing and exercising. You know, I always recommend that you start your um, breathing, your full breathing and mindful breathing seated or laying down. 
All right, so you know, you can, like, so he gets that little bit extra sort of Yes. Thing. Well, and, and especially Support. laying down, you can actually feel, you know, you put your hands on your abdomen and you can you can feel your your belly and your abdomen rise as you inhale and fall as you exhale. So it's a really good, you know, if someone's visual or more tactile, they can place their hands on their abdomen or just, you know, close their eyes and feel the way it feels to breathe into your abdomen versus just your upper chest. And one more thing about, um, you know, deep breathing and um, these calm breathing is you can feel your heart rate slow down on the exhale. The longer, the slower, fuller that you exhale, you'll feel your heart rate slow down. Wow. And then you can, you can almost like it, it takes practice. Like you can tune into your heart rate. And when you inhale, you can feel it almost speed up. And then when you exhale, you feel it slow down and it calms your body. Oh, so it's, 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 it's it, would it be safe to say that's close to like a meditation sort of side of things? Yes, for sure. Yeah. Cause usually when you listen to a guided meditation, they say, relax your body, get in a comfortable position, then focus on your breathing. And mm. some of, some of the guided meditations will say, okay, now, you know, breathe into your chest or breathe normally. Then on the next inhale, you know, breathe into your lungs, breathe into your abdomen, place your hands on your abdomen. Some things, you know, that I just said, just so you can actually feel the expansion and contraction when you are fully and mindfully breathing. Right. Yes. It's very uh, meditative it, or it can be meditative to, to breathe fully and yoga, yoga, meditation, Tai Chi. Those are all the things that introduce, reintroduce me to proper breathing. Right. I mean, they, they, I mean, as you said, you mentioned yoga and Tai Chi because they're all like kind of, they, these sort of techniques have been are around for, oh, hundreds of years, haven't they? They've been around for a, a yeah. number of years mm -hmm. and it's now really coming through with meditation and all that sort of stuff. I mean, mm -hmm. it's um, with the meditation, it's, it's really starting to become incredibly popular because a lot of people are jumping on the bandwagon, not on the bandwagon saying it's like a fad or anything like that, but they're yeah. actually experiencing the benefits of it i mean i've i've tried meditation a few times but i think i really need to kind of hone in on it more just mm -hmm. to kind of relax myself because i have a very short attention span yeah you know and i and uh, i'm just like right okay i need to do something now and i think that's getting out as you mentioned before getting out that sort of mindset and typically starting to get a bit more breathing as well have mm -hmm. you seen have you seen um with the, the yoga uh uh, and like a Tai Chi and a meditation sort of thing. Have you used any of these sort of applications as well into your kind of techniques? Into my massage techniques? Yeah, well, or you could have been using these sort of things to teach your clients. Oh, for sure. Well, so for when I, I am doing massage, you know, my posture, my alignment, my, being grounded with both feet on the ground, um, you know, breathing deeply and slowly and being mindful of that helps me to connect to my clients better. And then they also feel my presence way more than if I was just like, you know, thinking of, of you know, 10 other things or whatever. But um, for the simple self-care, um, these things from yoga and Tai Chi and, you know, meditation, those all, they, they all come into alignment. Yes. Right. Because if you breathe, like I was saying earlier, if you breathe with poor posture, you're not going to be able to breathe fully into your abdomen. So you need to first yeah. fix your posture, you know, support yourself with pillows. Like when I sit here, I have pillows behind my back so right. that I can sit more upright 
and have good posture. My ears are over my shoulders. My shoulders are over on my hips. I have even weight distributed on, on both sides of the body. I'm not leaning to one side, you know, jamming my shoulder, you know, or, or I have my feet crossed under me. Everything is in alignment so that my body can function properly. There's so me yes, this this be sitting on the side doing that. I'm now gonna start uh -oh. to sort of sit up you like so. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I get I mean it's so easy to get into that sort of way. Because as, as yeah. you just showing, I was sitting there just leaning against my chair and I was slightly to the side, and then it's yeah. just like, oh, it's just natural. You just naturally do it. It's mm -hmm. it I can imagine it could be a, 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 it'll be hard to kind of break the cycle, but it once does, it's yeah. done, the benefits would be immense. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So the more that you practice and you're reminded of it, and that's what my, my online group is for, is to continue to remind people and members of my group to fix their posture, to take breaks, to, if they're feeling really stressed out, to breathe and to listen to a guided meditation, to get out and walk. You know, it's all these little things, you know, that we were talking about, like the compound they're so simple that people are like, well, I don't really need to do that. I already know that. But if you actually are reminded to do it and you practice for two, three days in a row, you start to feel the benefits. Then you're like, well, well, why am I not doing this on a regular basis? So then you start scheduling into your calendar. And over time, you feel so much better. You have more energy. People are noticing your posture is better. You look happier. Yeah. You're able to shine and, you know, brighten up someone else's day because you're standing taller and smiling at them. Mm. And then they can reciprocate as well. Like, that's, what are you doing? I want to learn more about that. Yeah, that that's the thing nowadays. With, obviously, with, with people, they think that they're looking for, if it doesn't work within the first couple of days, they'll just give up at it. It's a sim simple yeah. exercise. They don't see any gains from it straight away they'll just give up but you can you, you they really kind of have to drill it home to them and say if you keep at it you will see a, a great difference yes, and, it, exactly. and, it, and again we're going back to the kind of society thing and i think that's what it is we're, we're in an adhd world now and yeah. we want things to, and, and yeah. impatient well we want things to happen like now 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 yeah give me the magic pill so i can feel better once i swallow it no exactly it's, and, it's, and it's, the old, it's, it's the old school saying if it's too good to be true you know all these quick fixes and all that sort of stuff take take yeah. these shakes once a day and you'll lose like about 100 pounds in a week <laughs> oh wow okay that's okay. never gonna happen it's just obviously <laughs> having to realize that to make yourself better you have to kind of keep consistently again going back to the small things consistently yep. do the most uh, benefit for you and i completely i'm a mm -hmm. massive advocate of that as well i think yeah. that's great that you actually kind of teaching that but one thing obviously i noticed as well when um the ads during the lockdown time which i thought was actually great you 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 were sending out small kits to your clients as well which is uh quite a uh, well a good thing to do um like a small, like, home kits and all that sort of stuff which is yeah. i thought i was great because i'll tell you uh -huh. what i'm look i was watching it and i was like i bet you not many people have thought of that idea to kind of yeah. help them out sort of thing so even during a lockdown time there's always different ways to kind of help out so if anyone's obviously listening or watching this wondering if they actually can help their uh, business and all that sort of stuff you just have to think out the box and do sort of similar yes. things that yourself is doing Sabrina sort of thing yeah and I actually I took the idea from my sister my older sister who is an esthetician oh, right. and she does facials so she put together a little at home facial kit and she was 
you know, mailing it out to her clients. So I was like, well, why can't I do that for my clients? Put a little bit of the oil that I use and, you know, some massage tools and a stress ball. Why can't I do that too? And, you know, I, I didn't sell as many as I hoped to, but I sold a few and people are happy with them. They're, you know, and now I'm selling Father's Day ones tailored oh. to the man, um, you know, that might have a beard or might have hair. I don't know. Or but not I, hair. Know, um, or not. What about the yeah. people with not hair? You <laughs> can't you discriminate. Beard, but you have a beard that you need to, you know, to manage. <laughs> and so I'm putting together a little kit for, uh, for, for Father's Day. Oh, that'd be quite cool. Because your, your father, when is your Father's Day? Is it different from over here? Father's Day is, I think, the second Sunday in June, whatever day that is. I couldn't remember. I think, I, I don't know. know. To be quite honest with you, I don't even know when it is in the, in the UK. Oh. I should know that, really. I should know that I've been a father myself, <laughs> really, to be honest. <laughs> I think my, 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 my daughter will probably kind of be quite happy that if I do conveniently forget it. But. Yeah. That's not bad. So you, you've obviously been doing like your, your, your massage business. Well, have you, what was, have you always been into that sort of like kind of mentalness, uh, not mentalness, sort of mental mindfulness and all that sort of stuff? I mean, has it always been that way or what, what is, what made you get into that sort of profession? Well, I've always been active. I grew up as a ballerina, did tap jazz, modern, performed my whole life, my, both my sisters too. Right. Um, and my grandma was always, well, my, I should say, my mom was always into fitness. And my grandma, her mom, was always into health and wellness and taking supplements and herbs and stuff like that. So we've always, I mean, yeah, we always went to the doctor. And if we needed to take prescription drugs, we did. But we always thought about the alternative route. And my mom, um, she was working at a you know, in an office and then wanted to be home for us. So she started her own business. And around like high school, I think I would come home and I would start massaging her shoulders because she would just be sitting at her desk for many hours. Yeah. So I would come home from school and I'd massage her shoulders. And I don't even know how long I was there, but she just really enjoyed it. Like I could feel her shoulders just drop. Yeah. And, you know, her head started like roll and you know how you're, when you get a massage, your eyes roll in the back of your head. It just feels so good. It feels so, amazing. Um, yeah. So when I was a senior in high school, I was, I was a mama's girl and, you know, like I did not want to leave home and I didn't want to go away to college. Right. So I went to my mom and even my dad too. And I'm like, what should I do? And my mom recommended that I go to massage school. She's like, check out a local school. You mm -hmm. can live at home, go to school, but you have to have a job. You know, you have to earn a living, you know, start being an adult, basically. Yeah. And so I did. Um, the fall after I graduated, I went to massage school and absolutely loved it. I loved being able to feel and to be creative through the art of touch. And... Um, you know, like I succeeded in school, whereas, you know, in regular school, you know, elementary school and high school, I struggled my whole life. And right. I think that was part of why I was a mama's girl, you know, or a family girl, I should say, because um, I, you know, I love my, love being at home with my mom and dad and sisters and, and my grandparents. But, um, but I just, I didn't, I didn't think I was able to to go out into the world and succeed because they didn't teach me the way I need to be taught in regular school but when I went to massage school and I could 
you know, actually use my hands and massage and be creative. It was amazing. So right. now, you know, I, I, when I, once I graduated, I started working right away in the massage field. I worked at a spa, started my own business. And then about seven years ago, I, I started speaking. So now I am creative through the art of touch and through the art of speaking because I can be creative and share my message and, you know, my knowledge over the, the last 16 years of what I've been doing, you know, for myself and my clients. Brilliant. When it comes to the speaking sort of thing, because that's quite a, it's quite a big step for a lot of people uh, to start, stand up in front of a crowd of yeah. how many size of people. What, what, what made you get into the speaking side? Did you, is it just something you thought you wanted to enjoy or was it just like, I'm just going to give it a go and see how I got on? No, actually one of my friends, I, I met up with her for a cup of coffee one day and she was telling me about workshops she was doing. And then she stopped herself like mid sentence. And she's like, you need to be doing this, Sabrina. And I was <laughs> like, uh, no, I cannot stand up in front of people and speak. I can dance my heart out in front of groups of people. But if you ask me to speak, no. So, so it was she, basically peer pressure. It was, you were peer exactly pressured. Right, you? Yeah. <laughs> so she, yeah, she was like, you need to do this. So I was like, okay. So she recommended different groups to check out. I joined this professional speaking group called engaging speakers which i'm a okay. part of now i joined toastmasters which i'm still a part of as well and toastmasters is really what helped me gain my confidence because you go to a meeting and there's chapters all over the world it's an international club okay. and if you just search toastmasters.org or Toastmasters International, you can find a club probably within five to 10 miles of your house, oh, wow. no matter where you are. And you craft a speech and you get automatic feedback from your peers at that meeting. And then there's different roles to be filled throughout the meeting. So you're always getting a time to practice speaking in front of people. Right. And then, you know, learning different tips and techniques. It just helped me to overcome my fear of like, you know, when you get up in front of a room, you're like, oh my God, there's so many people looking at me and they're, they're going to make fun of me. No, they're there to support you, to help you and, you know, to learn from you. So once you get over that crazy thing that everyone is pointing at you, <laughs> it's amazing how it transforms your confidence and your, your self-worth, really. How did the it, yeah, how did, so it's amazing. How how did the first one go? Because everyone's first time uh, in the speaking aspect or doing anything on stage is always mental. Uh, did you have any problems in the first time? Well, so the first Toastmasters meeting I went to, we have this speaking off the cuff portion towards the end of the meeting called table topics. And right. you, raise your hand, you raise your hand and you don't know what the, the topic is until you get up there. You read right. a little piece of paper or someone asks you a question and then you have to, you have to speak on it for one to two minutes and that was probably one of the first times I got up in front of people and I don't really re I, I have no idea what I said I'm <laughs> sure it was terrible but like I said it was like I, I got up there I got over my fear and then I knew I could move forward like no one threw tomatoes at me or beat me down like everyone was like that was great you know a guest is so welcome to to participate in a meeting and then after that meeting i joined as a member and i've been a member ever since april of 2013. 
Wow. So uh, you're a bit of a veteran now at the speaking side of things then. Well, I mean, you know, it's always a work in progress, but I just, I love, I love sharing my message, you know, um, same thing with like video, you know, once you decide that you, oh yeah, you get over the fear of, of doing a video <laughs> and being recorded and then having to watch yourself afterwards, oh, yeah. you know, like you just, you take one step, you do it and it's like, oh, it's not so bad public speaking, video, you know, whatever it might be, getting outside that comfort zone and expanding it. Yeah. It just, it, it makes you develop into the person that you're meant to be. I mean, with video, can you, can you watch yourself back after you've like, yes. can I, can you do that? I cannot do yes. that. Yes. And, so and I, I critique myself too. And that's, oh, really? that's one thing in the speaking world is that you should record yourself every time you speak so that you can see what you're doing with your body. Like, are you doing the same hand motions the whole time? Or are you, right. you know, scratching your face or touching your nose? Like those are all signs that you need to break those habits. Right. And same thing with filler words. I mean, here we're more, more having a conversation, yeah. but when you're listening to a, a professional speaker or a motivational speaker, you don't want to hear them say, um, 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 yeah. the whole time, because that's not professional. No, it's not. So that's, so that's why we work on practicing our skills, recording ourselves, watching it, and then critiquing ourselves. Because there's a funny story. Because I was actually talking to one of my uh, one of my mates about that, one of my buddies, and he, he's the same as me. We can't listen because obviously with the podcast, and it's mm -hmm. I feel it's so cringy because I have to I have to edit stuff or if I have to go through things, I have to listen to it. And he was saying to me, he was the same. He goes, he can't listen to himself. He goes, he can't do it. He goes, it's so cringy. Yeah. So he turns around, he goes, well, I'm the same. So he says, why don't we swap each other's and I can edit yours and you can edit mine. Oh. And I was like, that's a great idea, but I'm not being funny. If I sit there, I'd have to listen for you for all your podcasts for 20 hours. I will never want to speak to you ever again. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, yeah, that's a good point, actually. <laughs> Let's not do yeah. that. So um, <laughs> I think it's as, as literally just kind of grinning and bearing it. But then you don't realize it that it's actually not as bad is when you first get over that hurdle of yeah. listening to yourself and then seeing what you like, you're like, Oh, okay. Take that as uh, as in you say, you critique yourself, use it as a, a critique platform. I'm doing yeah. that. I'm not there yet, but I'll get there eventually. You'll <laughs> get there. Yeah. I think one of the worst ones I did before I started podcasting was, will people be able to understand what I'm saying? because of the accent, because the accent can be quite thick. And when I get excited about something, I start talking really, really fast. Or when I've got a few, when I've got a few drinks down my neck, which is more often than not. Um, typical Scottish man coming through here. But um, that's the sort of thing. But um, it was once, but I just went, I just went, I just went, fuck it, let's just do it. Let, let, let's just do it. And if it, it, some people might not be able to understand me, but hopefully some people will. And then through the time, I've started to get into the groove of it, started to become a bit more relaxed. Uh, and just go for it. So it makes sense what you were saying before of just getting over that huddle and doing it sort of thing. Yeah, and another tip for you with your strong accent is the slower that you speak, the more that you're able to accentuate your words, and then everyone will be able to understand you a little bit better. So, so that's what I've learned also through Toastmasters is if you have an accent, you know, or if English is your second language, speaking slower helps you calm yourself down but it also helps the audience understand you 
Well, that's fair enough. So good. Yeah. But I'm, I'm mm-hmm. going to use it. I'm going to use the techniques yeah. sort of thing. So, yeah. <laughs> so Sabrina, what's next? What's next on the agenda? Obviously, uh, getting over this crazy COVID nineteen kind of bullshit sort of thing. So, what's next? Is it uh, taking over the world time, or you can build yourself up for that? Yeah, I want to take over the world for sure with my break time group on Facebook. Yes. Yeah, so, um, I mean, that's that's really where I'm growing is is online. Yeah. Uh, you know, with my group. And then also, I mean, I don't have anything set in stone, but I want to do like a mini series, um, you know, like a little online training and make it into a bigger training and eventually have it, you know, um, just be pre-recorded so that people can take the, the training or the course on their own and then just come to me for little tips and advice. Yeah. So, I mean, I know with this, you know, whatever this is, is going on in the world, this virus and being sheltered, we've gone virtual and we're probably going to stay virtual for a very long time, if not forever, you know? I mean, yes, we'll be back in person eventually, smaller groups, but I think we're going to do this virtual way more often than we do the, the in-person events. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Definitely agree. I think a lot of people have realized that you don't need to be going to work. You don't need to be stuck in an office anymore. Uh, yeah. Times are changing. I think uh, hopefully a lot of companies have taken that on board. And yes. um, that's it. It's just it, we're into the new digital age now. It's a digital age and it's now coming to a forefront. I don't want to get into too much into it for the mm-hmm. conspiracy theorists out there, just in case there's people <laughs> thinking about, oh, we're being, yeah. it's, being taken over. But <laughs> it, it's, just, it's just society, just we're moving on. And I think it's a really good thing that for what you're doing is making your, your, um, your course online your teachings online or that sort of stuff that's the best way for it and i think that's and it opens up to a wide number of people as well you don't need to be in the same vicinity you could be in different countries and different other sides of the world yeah i would have never met you if this if if this whole stay at home happened because someone introduced me to this group on facebook and that's how we met that's it across the world that's (laughs) it and they're all i'm over the i'm across the pond as they say over the the state across the pond over here I, I mean I said but it's getting towards that and it's adapting it's literally adapting to it and I think the ones who do adapt like certainly yourselves are the ones that are going to kind of shine through these are the yeah. ones that are quick quick to adapt and take advantage of it uh, yeah. are going to shine through it. instead of sitting waiting for it to go back to normal again because uh, as you said it ain't going to get any normal anytime soon no no it's not at all <laughs> so um so, so where can we find you Sabrina whereabouts are you what's uh, what's your website you've got a website and Facebook group you mentioned what's that yeah, I do have a website. It's my first and last name, sabrinashottenhamill.com, and I'm sure that you'll put it in the show notes because I have 13 letters in my last name, and some people are, they just don't know how to say it or <laughs> spell it, so it'll definitely be in there. So that's yeah. my website. And then, of course, I've mentioned a few times that I'm on Facebook. Uh, I have a business page, I have my personal page, and then I have this private group called Break Time, and that's where I share all my simple self-care techniques. I'm also on LinkedIn, I have a YouTube channel, and you know I'm trying to grow that channel as well, um, but those are the places you can connect with me, and you know I'd love to, I'd love to actually give a gift out as well. Um, I have a, a guided relaxation video that I I have recorded. Right. It comes with, um, you know, a couple other 
like a worksheet and you know a couple other things so i will share that with you ryan and then um you can share it to the audience Brown, yeah, we'll put that in the description of the podcast sort of thing. We'll put that link in there so you get a, a freebie. Look at that. You come and listen to me. Uh, we, you learn stuff and you get free stuff. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, I love to give out gifts. Tell you what, you don't get this from Joe Rogan, do you? You don't no. get this for you. $100 million, Joe. Come on, come to mine. You get, come on, you Joe. Get stuff. <laughs> <laughs> come on. But yeah. that'll be fantastic. Uh, I obviously appreciate that, um, obviously, Kind yes, that's fantastic. So, so basically, you're available everywhere um, on the on the, the Facebook, YouTube, and that. Definitely check out Sabrina's videos. I've actually checked in a few of them out before, and they're very, very good. Um, it comes across a bit more detail what you talked to about today, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm sure the the Facebook group um, definitely check it out because it's um, uh, it, it's not just Sabrina. You've got a whole community of, of people there who are giving tips and uh, um, kind of. Um, good things to I could I could get it out there what is the matter yeah. with me today like tips and uh, tricks tips and tricks I should say right. of the same sort of technique so definitely check it out which I will put descriptions and the, the yeah. bottom of the uh, uh, links in the description so you can check it out straight off the bat so but Sabira I'm going to leave you to it now I know it's uh, it's it's a beautiful sunny day out there I'm going to try and catch it before it goes because it's not that hot now and I can go outside now because okay. uh the Scottish complexion is now uh, um, hindering me going out bet- any time between uh, 11 and about 4, a- uh, 4 p.m. Yeah. Here. So uh, right. it's now starting to get cool. So, yeah, like it's beautiful out there. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> you can see it in the back like that. You can see yeah. it in the background. But, yes. Sabrina, thank you so much for taking the time out to have a chat with us. Uh, we should yeah, definitely do yeah. a catch-up later on in the year, and uh, we'll do a, like, a follow-up sort of thing. Keep in touch. That'd be great. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs>